done when I ruined the right thing. I know what feeling my life brings. With you and my sight queen, no pipe dreams. I'm thinking you in the hype beams. Brighter than guns of the lasers. I know every thought's of the razor. Slicing through to the root of it all. Bright enough to meet up with draws. I want peace, I want loyalty. Past my peak, when I creep, will you royal me? We can both demand guarantees. If we both have transparency, where can we go for happiness? I'm caught in your beam, you zap me, miss. It's like I'm stuck in Medusa's gaze. And all of my days are new today's. I'm just giving you a bird's eye Dictionaries don't have words like you. I'm so grateful you reverse my view. I push you in every verse I do. I'm just giving you a bird's eye Dictionaries don't have words like you. I'm so grateful you reverse my view. I put you in every verse I do. Sick of all the negativity. This is our own exclusivity. I never known this type of love before. It's like bringing peace doves to war. It's like our arms are laid down in your arms. And we both found our crimes and more harm. The world is ours. Can we be great? So glad we both appreciate the world's cold. I don't see warmness. Let's calm our minds and be formless. What's yours is mine. Reciprocated, retrograded, manipulated. Different stages traversed expertly. I won't even let my words hurt me. No more pain, no more controversy. Achieving peace from beyond the birds free. And I'm just giving you a bird's eye view. Dictionaries don't have words like you. I'm so grateful you reverse my view. I put you in every verse I do. I'm just giving you a bird's eye view. Dictionaries don't have words like you. I'm so grateful you reverse my view. I put you in every verse I do. Damas y caballeros, ladies and gentlemen, bienvenidos al show. Vida en zero gravity. Life in zero gravity. You know the vibes by now. Tú sabes las vibras. Coming at you from the first radio station in space, 1111 on your ZM dial. And um, <laughs> this is crazy to do this to attempt two episodes in a week. I know some people do it, but they got like writers, you know, they got a camera team. They got editors. I don't have any of that. I don't even have a guest. It's just all me doing this after working hella hours this week. So I'm bringing you this. Uh, I'm going to have another episode. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do that, but it's going to happen. Ah shit. Well, I'm already demonetized on YouTube. I keep thinking like, oh, you can't you can't curse right away. You're gonna get demonetized on YouTube. Too late. I was I was one step ahead of the curve there. I got demonetized already, so <laughs> a while back. What was it for? Oh, it's for it was for using the using TikTok videos on YouTube. I didn't think that was illegal. Got demonetized for that because nobody wants you to promote other social media they want to keep it like their own you know 
Like, okay, come on now. I just think that's silly, personally. So I'm going to jump into it. <laughs> Bonus episode. We're going to see how this goes. You know, started this episode on 11 11 2019. Unfortunately, you know the story by now. It didn't post till 11 12 2019. But for all intents and purposes, this is Life is Zero Gravity Day, 11-11. Special day, uh, the day Chamber Zero was released. Um, I got more stuff in the works. I wanted to release the album today. Obviously, that didn't happen. But uh, it's just hard to find the time to... I'm going to get into that later. But it's hard to find the damn time to record, bro. So that's not my fault. Well, I guess it is in a way. But it's not fully my fault. Anyway, so (laughs) Girls Who Don't Drive. Don't realize how inconvenient it is. Seriously. Like, if you're a half hour away, right? You, that's not that far. Girl lives a half hour away. Okay. So it'd be a half hour there, half hour back, right? But if they don't drive and you have to pick them up, that turns into a two hour trip. You see? Easily two-hour round trip you gotta go there back there back and that's like i I was trying to hang out with this girl and then i started doing the math i'm like okay she she was saying she had to be back by 10 it's like three now right it was 30 minutes away one way coming back there would have been traffic Actually, it was four. My bad, not three. They do this math. Yeah, so it was like four. Coming back, there would have been traffic. Most definitely. Could have took an hour. Right? So now we're, we got a, about a, let's, let's say, hour and a half of travel time. Probably wouldn't be traffic coming back. But we're looking at like two and a half hours of travel time. She has six hours to hang out total. Two and a half hours of that would be spent in the car. That didn't make sense. I did the math. I was like, I think we should just do this a different day. Because I didn't realize, I thought she was closer than she was. And I looked it up. I could tell she was annoyed. (laughs) But I was just like, nah, man. Like, I don't think that makes sense. Like, why would we, (laughs) why would we hang out for basically three and a half hours? Because she wanted to eat, too, so that was going to take time. That's another hour gone. It's like, there's not a lot of time to actually hang out in that. <laughs> you got to be back by 10. So, realistically, we got to probably leave at 9 to make sure you're back on time, right? If you got to be back by 10. So, now we got a five and a half hour window. Two and a half hours of it, at least, is going to be spent in the car. Then at least an hour to eat. So you're looking at three and a half hours. So we got like maybe two hours to hang out. It didn't seem worth it. (laughs) And part of it was honestly, I'm like, damn, man, I don't want to go out to eat. Like, I don't feel like that. (laughs) It takes too much time. It's not really fun. Like sometimes, you know, but like she wanted to go to like Buffalo Wild Wings or something. And it was like a weeknight and I was just was not feeling it. I don't know, maybe, I I think it was just the fact that I had to do all that driving, honestly. If it would have been a half hour there, half hour back, that would have been fine. It's the fact that I had to do all that driving 
That's the part that sucks. We couldn't go to her place. Had to be my place. And it was just going to take forever. So I wasn't fucking with it. The pa- That passenger princess shit is crazy. You know? Like, girls can be hobosexuals too. Think about it. A lot of girls are hobosexuals. They make that term for, oh, these guys that they don't have their own place and they just stay at your place and they might not have a job. It's like, that sounds like a housewife. <laughs> that sounds like a housewife that doesn't work. You know, like, that's that's cool. It's just kind of funny, like, when the gender roles reverse, you know, it reminds me of, like, um, I thought this is funny, like, um, Mexicans being mad that Mexico City's being gentrified. I'm like, bro, like... <laughs> It's a little ironic. I don't know. Part of me sees the irony. Like, I get it. Yeah, that sucks. Gentrification sucks. It can suck for sure. I think there's obviously like it has a it has a negative aspect to it for sure. I don't think it's all bad. (laughs) I know that sounds bad to say, but like generally when places get gentrified, like they get safer, they get higher quality restaurants and stuff like that. And like just overall the city, you know, the city blocks will get fixed. Like, I know that's fucked, but that's the reality of it is like, that does come with the gentrification. Like, yeah, it fucking sucks for people to get pushed out. And I think that they really should prevent that more than they do. I think it's fucked that like, you know, as soon as like affluent people and it's not just white people that do it, don't get it fucked up. Like uh, anybody can cause gentrification. I mean, it is more of a white thing, but like, for sure that can happen, but I thought it was, we did think it was a little funny. I'm like, bro, y'all sound like the fucking, you know, the white boomers here that complain about there being too many Mexicans. It's like, oh, there's too many white people here. Like, okay. (laughs) It's a little bit of karma, right? (laughs) Because we haven't heard that much on the other side of that. Now they want to bitch about there being too many white people there, like too many tourists and foreigners and all that. And I'm just like, one of the things that's always funny to me is is the the Mexicans that talk about the no sabo kids, like the kids that don't speak uh, Spanish, right? Those kids, and it's like they're arguing with each other over these European languages, and it's just kind of funny. It's like, bro, they're both like kind of white languages, <laughs> you know? Like it's a little bit funny. I don't know, because it's like, yeah, that's a good theme for this, actually, because I get into other stuff like that out here. (laughs) Most people are playing like the who's the biggest victim contest, and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck the prize is. Like, yeah, oh, you want to be the biggest victim? Okay, for real. I know that sounds silly, but think about it. A lot of the shit that's going on now is like people just trying to play the biggest victim. It's like, no, I have it harder. No, I have it harder. You know, my life sucks more than yours. You know, I have these hardships. You don't have these hardships. I do. My hardships are harder than your hardships. And it's like, okay. So, yes, you have it the hardest of anyone in the world, which is a highly subjective thing, right? Let's say they had a contest for it and you win that. What the fuck is the prize there? What's the prize? Congrats, your life sucks more. It's just weird. It's like a weird thing that that people do. You know, is try to like out victim each other. It's like, yeah, life is what you make it, to be honest. I understand like people are dealt shitty cards, but 
You could be one of those people that has shitty cards and just whines about it for their whole life. Or you could do something about it. You have the fucking power, you know? I'm going to get into that shit more. Ooh, my chemicals are imbalanced, so I get to just explode on everyone. Which, uh, Okay, that actually makes sense. I mean, imbalanced chemicals, you do explode. I acknowledge that makes sense. Okay, maybe you do. No, but honestly, it's like, I, I come across those people too often where it's like, yeah, I was born this way, so I just get to be an asshole, and you have to put up with it. You know, because I can't help it. And it's like, okay, it doesn't, if you know the things you do are wrong, we both know this, regardless of what the fuck you were going through at the time, you should apologize. You should feel a sense of regret for what you've done. You know, you don't just get to like skate because you have different chemicals like I think that's just kind of a cop-out. It's a bullshit excuse. It's like, you knew it was wrong. You knew it was wrong at the time. You did it anyway. Like, yeah, okay, you can't control your emotions. You can to an extent. You don't have to lash out that way. It's just ridiculous, like a bunch of big babies, you know? It's like, yeah, sucks. You feel bad, bro. Doesn't give you a pass to be an asshole. Yeah, it's like, you don't just get to fucking do whatever you want because of some diagnosis that a doctor gave you like fuck that i'm tired of that We're, i'm tired of putting up with that shit that's some bullshit y'all know it's some bullshit stop trying to fucking be the the king or queen victim <laughs> you know like fucking man up woman up you know nut up or shut up that's that's what i say <laughs> you know it's like it's just it's strange though that we all agree that chemicals affect you, right? I think, I don't know if there's anyone that would disagree with that. Probably some dumbass out there. Some contrarian. Somebody wrapped up in ideology to the point where it's like, well, if I admit chemicals harm people, then I have to admit the liberals are right or something like that. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's got to be something like that. A lot of liberals are just oblivious to the chemicals too, though. That's the funny shit. It's like, yes, I will blindly take whatever big pharma tells me to take. I'm going to take it because that's the left wing way. I don't know why I said that with a right wing accent, but you get it. Well, there's plenty of left wing uh, Democrats, you know, but <laughs> I don't even like identifying with either party anymore, to be honest. I'm just like, the older I get, and I look back, I'm like, damn, I've always felt like that. Like, I've always obviously leaned way more left, but like, when I really think about it, I've always kind of been like, fuck these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers suck. Like, if anyone else was this incompetent at their job, they would have got fired a long ass time ago. I would have got fired. I couldn't get away with the shit they get away with, basically embezzling money and shit. And like, <laughs> doing all types of shady shit behind the scenes it's like oh no it's all good this is how it works <laughs> you know it's just it's just funny i guess it's just because it's a big embezzlement circle that's what it really is that we just allow to happen in front of our faces it's like yeah just take our tax money and fucking do whatever you want fuck it like we won't do anything we'll never stand up to you stand up to you why would we do that <laughs> but anyway it's strange that we all agree these chemicals could affect you like medicine we can agree. I mean, everybody takes some type of medicine, whether you do or not. If you don't take medicine, 
you think that it will affect you too much. You think those chemicals will affect you. If you take it, you think it will affect you. <laughs> so we can all agree medicine has an effect, regardless of if you take it or not. You can agree it has an effect, right? The chemicals in the medicine. It's made in a lab. We can agree. Either, either side of the aisle that you stand on there, we can say that medicine affects you, right? So alcohol affects you, right? Chemicals and alcohol. Drugs, that affects you, certainly. Now, whether you're right wing or left wing, I think you could agree that drugs affect you. Chemical drugs have an effect. Whether you're pro-drugs or anti-drugs, it's just one of those things. It's like, well, it does affect you, right? So I say all that to say it's interesting that we know that our bodies have chemicals in them, but yet being born different chemically is such a hot-button issue. It's like just being trans will make people hate you, you know? Like, but that's born with chemicals that are not the typical, not the typical level of chemicals in one way or another. Nothing wrong with it. You know, it's certainly not a punishable offense or something, but it's really weird that like we can all agree that these other chemicals affect us in these ways, but somehow it's just like a, such a leap for people to think like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe there are people that are born different chemically. So they feel different. Just like if you were taking drugs, you we could all agree you'd feel different. I'm not trying to compare being trans to being on drugs, so don't put those words in my mouth. But what I'm saying is it's weird that we can agree about the chemicals in that way, but not another way. Like we know there's poison. That chemical has an effect. We can all agree on that. But we can't agree that like, oh, maybe this person was just born with a little more estrogen or testosterone than other people that have this, uh, that have these genitals, you know, like, yes, this person was born with a penis and they have extremely low testosterone levels and very high estrogen level. It's as simple as that. It's like, is that really so far fetched? Like to believe it's just strange to me. I don't know the logic. I'm a, I'm a logical person. <laughs> I'm big on logic. Anytime I took these tests, in fact, I think my logic is probably what got me into the GATE program as a kid, the Gifted and Talented Education program. I probably was the logic because I felt like that was my strength in there. Even amongst these kids that had the logic, I felt like I was the one who had like the different perspectives, who was coming up with stuff that was just out of the norm, you know? Yeah, I think that played a role. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, but it's strange that we agree on on that. But like, somehow, it's just too much of a leap to believe that trans people might just feel a little different because of their chemical levels. It's just weird. It's weird. I always, and then it's like you know, a lot of people don't know. There's literally people born with a penis and a vagina. So at that point, what do you? <laughs> Like, what are you going to tell that person? Oh, well, you got to pick one. Like, they're born with both. What are you going to tell them? Like, the way that you form in the womb, 
We start out with the vagina. Some of us continue developing, and some of us remain women. <laughs> I'm never going to stop saying that joke. I'm sorry. It's funny. I'm sorry. But yes. So if we all had a vagina at one point, is it that impossible to think that some, you know, like some of us developed physically in that way, but maybe like our level of estrogen was still high from that process. Is that really that much of a leap? I'm just, I guess I'm trying to break it down because I'm just tired of all the hate. Like I see even good friends of mine that are just doing shit against trans people. Just mostly just comments, you know, just little jokes here and there. A lot of the jokes are played out. You know what I mean? It's not really funny anymore. It's just lame. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even talking about offense. I don't really get offended like that. It's just lame. I'm offended by how lame your comedy is. It's like, no, bro, this, this, they've been saying this shit for decades and decades. It's not funny anymore. It's like the fucking chicks with dicks jokes is not funny anymore. It's just lame. Like, shut up, boomer. But anyway, I'm going to do some reviews here. So. This week I watched The Haunting of the Queen Mary. Um, decent movie. It wasn't amazing or anything. I thought it was decent. I enjoyed it um, to an extent. Could have been better. Could have been worse. I'll give it a 6.5. Zeus slaps God. That's that's about where I'm weighing in with that one. I thought it was cool. Um, it made it interesting because it's set in Long Beach. You know, I live in Long Beach don't try to find me, please. But yes, I live in Long Beach. And um, I don't know. I've heard, I've seen the Queen Mary. I've been there for events and things like that. So it was interesting to watch. I wanted to look up the history of it after that because I don't know too much. I've known that it's like supposed to be haunted, but I didn't know much about it, you know, about the haunting. So. I don't know if any of that movie was factual. Obviously, it, was, it wasn't It 100% factual because it's like a sensationalized horror movie. But look at, the, look at the pearly whites on the cam. You can't say you don't like my smile. Come on. Speaking of that, super random. Should I get into that? Should I go to the other review? Now, I feel like the other review is going to last a while. So, um, there's a girl, she's a model, right? Um, she hits me up as I'm heading back to the IE, celebrate my brother's birthday and stuff. I wanted to get there the day, the day before. It was a slow day in Long Beach. I decided to take a jacuzzi bath, as I often do, and I decided to head over to the IE. So I head over here, where I am currently, you know, and uh, as I'm heading over here, I get a call from a girl I haven't heard from a long time, and it's a girl that always wants a ride somewhere. She's a model. She's from the Bay Area. Nice enough, but I started realizing that she just kind of uses me for rides. She's flirty, you know, there's like always been that element there. Like when she met me, she was telling people I was more handsome in person. 
she said that I had like really nice teeth, which was nice to hear from a model, you know, and just like nice features like my eyebrow arch and all that. So flirty and all that shit. But then when it comes down to it, like she's a really inexperienced girl for being a model. Like she has not, um, she was a virgin for a long time when I knew her. And then, you know, she lost her virginity. But as far as I know, she only been with one person and it wasn't even like a lot. It was like, you know, so very weirdly innocent model girl <laughs> that like has not had a lot of experience with that type of stuff. And so she ends up, she comes out here and her friend, like he told her he was moving. Then he already moved. So he was no longer in the area. She was supposed to stay over there with him. He was no longer in that area. And um, she hits me up. And I'm like headed back to the IE. She's in downtown LA. And I'm like, I I can't. Like, it's my brother's birthday. I, I'm not going to be able to do anything for you. Told her, like, you should hit me up earlier. Like, don't hit me up the day of and expect me to save you, you know? <laughs> And it's on my brother's birthday, so it would have been the fuck, or it was the day before, but still had plans to celebrate his birthday. Like, I'm not gonna fucking turn my back on one of my best friends and family for you, who really has, you really have kind of used me over the years, to be honest. Like, it's been for rides and shit like that. It hasn't really been the type of thing where I've benefited much from it. It's been like you've gotten your rides out of this and like I've just been there. <laughs> I got to hang out with you like, okay, that's cool. But it's like <laughs> it wasn't really um, that beneficial for me to hang out with you, I'll say. So I thought that was kind of silly, you know. I don't know how it went. I guess she was, her and her friend were going to be like seat fillers for like the, the hip hop 50 year thing. It was some type of event. I think the Grammy, the recording Academy did it or something. I didn't know too much about it. I don't follow that Grammy shit. Um, Shout out to, I thought it was cool. Nas got nominated, but he got nominated against a bunch of trash. Just like, no. Please, let me see. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look right now who Nas got nominated against. Cause I'm gonna be hot if he loses to any of these people. It's like none of them are good, you know. Let's see. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at it right now. Okay. Oh, I forgot about that comment. Okay, so yeah, was nominated with Nas. So Utopia, Travis Scott, mm, even Travis Scott fans ain't feeling that one too much from what I've seen. Her loss, Aubrey and 21 Savage, fuck no. Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin. I've barely heard anything about this shit. So, you know, I heard a couple tracks. I wasn't too impressed. Metro Boomin's a good producer, but Michael by Killer Mike. I'm sure it's good. And then King's Disease 3 by Nas. The King's Disease 3 album is one of the... That on that album, honestly, is one of the best I've heard the last few years. Might be second to Chamber Zero. It's definitely, like, up there of the last few years. So I for sure feel like that should win. I think that's the best album Hit Boy and Nas made together so far. I don't know if they're going to make any more. They're apparently, like, 
on hiatus or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, they are, I think they made some great projects and I think that might be the best one. Actually, I would say it is. I personally got the most enjoyment out of it. I thought it flowed the best or just had the best overall quality, I'd say. You know, no bad songs on there. No, no, really any bad songs on any of the Nasa Hit Boy albums, but there's some of them that are kind of just all right. But that one I felt like was just strong, you know, it's just a strong showing. And um, another KZ review is uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I saw it with my brother, Kurt, the hero. Happy birthday to Kurt the Hero, by the way. I wished him one the last episode, but, you know, now his birthday passed. That was before I got to celebrate it. I got to celebrate Ben's birthday, but not Kurt the Hero's birthday. So happy birthday, Kurt the Hero. Um, I hope you had a great day. I tried. I tried my best. I got him a couple things, and, like, it seemed like he had a good day, but I felt bad. I felt like we didn't do enough, even though, I mean, I kind of set that day aside for him. I was ready. I just felt like, I, I don't know, I want him to have a good day. So I hope he did. If you hear this, Kurt Dehera, I hope you had a good day. So we saw Killers of the Flower Moon. That was kind of a birthday gift to him. I mean, I paid for the ticket. Actually got a great deal. Um, it happened to be on my... Uh, like, I've had this movie pass, I guess, for a year, I think, now. So I happened to be on that birthday, so we got a free... I got popcorn, and it was free. Free large popcorn. And then um, it was Discount Tuesday, so his ticket and the popcorn was only, like, 7 bucks <laughs> total. And my ticket's free, because I have the pass, right? So, like... Two tickets, large popcorn for seven bucks. Pretty good deal. So yeah, um, and Killers of the Flower Moon, I mean, that was certainly worth the seven bucks. It's like a three and a half hour movie. It was really good. Um, I thought it would be good. And it was. It was really interesting. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Robert De Niro, uh, Lily Gladstone, who was, she was on uh, Reservation Dogs, she's been on some other stuff, and really interesting movie. I thought they did a a, a great job, honestly. Um, one thing that was kind of funny is, so it's a Scorsese and, uh, Scorsese and De Niro movie, so you're thinking... Well, this is different for them. They usually do mob movies. They usually do these Italian mob movies. This movie was still a mob movie. Because <laughs> the, the premise of it is like, it's about these these white men that settle on like Indian land, you know, indigenous land of these Osage people who struck it rich with oil, right? They got a bunch of money from this black gold the oil in the earth and so them doing that 
it attracted these what these white men who came in there with nefarious intent. In the movie, they paint it like they're just trying to steal the land and gain all the wealth from these women. I didn't look up the story, so I would I think it's true. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking. Like white people have done stuff like that over time, but it was a little. Um, I mean it it's a it's a dark movie. <laughs> I guess it has kind of a feel good ending, but it's definitely a dark movie. And um, yeah, these guys have just Leonardo DiCaprio keeps doing this. Like the whole time he has this expression where he has like a, like a, a permanent frown, like his lips just going under like, I guess they're making him look dumb. His character is like kind of dumb kind of easy to get taken he's not super dumb but he's like <laughs> he's taken advantage of and kind of bossed around by uh robert de niro's character and it's just like they're just these dumb southerners you know but they did take advantage of the osage nation and got a lot out of it and i don't know it ended up being a mob movie because he's basically he's ordering hits and shit <laughs> like just doing the same mobster shit just with a southern accent so it's kind of funny <laughs> That like that's the way it went because I was like, oh, this is different. Oh, actually, it's kind of what they usually do, but they did it well. I give it eight and a half Zeus slaps. God, I thought they did it very well. Um, probably one of the better movies I've seen recently. I think that's one of the highest scores I've given out recently. So, yeah, I recommend it. Long as hell, probably not for everybody, but I thought it was good. Very interesting too. Uh, the thought of, so as I mentioned, uh, my daughter's mom, she doesn't like Long Beach. She hasn't really been there much. She doesn't have much of an impression of it. And truthfully, she's barely been in the entire state of California over the last 10 years. She's been here a handful of times for a handful of days. I've been in Texas a lot more, you know picking up jazzy dropping her off and all that fuck you computer sorry i hate when it does that that unnecessary sound <laughs> but so she hasn't been there much but she doesn't like long beach for whatever reason i don't know why someone put some idea in her head if i had to guess like some of the people that she's around are pretty bougie and they have their ideas and like long beach yeah there's parts of long beach that are not nice there's parts that are rough I live in a fucking nice part of Long Beach now. I used to live in downtown. That wasn't so nice, but I live in a nice part. It's a big city, so there's a lot of different parts. So to to generalize it as like being like a a bad area or like a an area that wouldn't be good for Jazzy is silly to me. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me, but hey, I just thought it was kind of silly. Yeah. Um. But the thought of moving there, it makes me sad because, I mean, there's still so much to explore there and I enjoy it. So there's a good chance I'm going to have to move if Jazzy comes back permanently and I'm going to miss the city. So if you're in the area, uh, let's let's get together. Let's actually make the most of it. Part of me is like, should I even get more attached to it because I have to leave? But it won't it might not be forever. You know, I enjoyed it there. I would like to come back. who knows? Maybe I'll end up staying there. Honestly, it's not for sure that I'm gonna have to move, but 
it raised an interesting question because I don't know how much control your ex should have. It's funny that like I've had no say over where they live in Texas. I didn't even want her to live in that state, you know. And she knows that. She's known that for years, but that was never really a question. But in terms of this, it's like you don't want me to live in this area. Like the funny thing is, she's talking. She talks about like it being down to like a, oh, your support system. You're an hour from your family. I'm like, actually, it's like forty minutes. And she was talking about how she's like thirty minutes from her mom. So I guess that extra ten minutes is just unbearable. <laughs> it's kind of silly, you know. I think. I mean. People just are always trying to control things, you know, and I've, I've had to give in a lot. I've had to let a lot go. I've had to like really not get my way with a lot of things and it gets frustrating sometimes, but what can you do? I try my best. I just try to be the best person I can be and hope for the best, but it can definitely get uh, frustrating. Yeah. So we'll see. Memories are the most valuable thing in the world. Said it before, I'll say it again. Everything else you don't get to keep, you know. You don't get to keep stuff breaks, you know. People pass away. But memories are always there. For as long as you're there, memories are there. And we don't know in the afterlife. I have a feeling that your memories are still there, you know. So... Either way, it's the only thing you get to keep for your whole life, for sure. We can say that. We know that. It's a precious thing. Even if you don't get to keep all your memories, you got some memories. You know, it's so valuable. That's what we do life for, is to make memories. That's what life is about, man. Making the best memories with the best people. That's what it is. So yeah, I just I just want to drop that on you. <laughs> a lot of people are doom and gloom. The government is evil, you know, but things get better over time. Like it's wild to me that like <laughs> with the government thing it's like we used to have like slave owners running the government. Like actual slave owners. Like you know, within the last 200 years. It ain't that long ago. We don't have that anymore, at least that we know of, I guess. Now, we don't have that anymore. So by that alone, aren't things better? Like, I mean, and I was guilty of this too. Like we're thinking Trump's the worst president ever. And it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how any of those slave master presidents really were. Like you got to think probably not great. You know, it, it, they're sexist, they're racist. <laughs> like women are being held down. Anybody that's not whites being held down. I mean, poor people being held down, like, all that shit, it was just magnified even wilder than it is now. You know, you were allowed to just be openly racist at the beginning of the country. You could be an openly racist leader of the country. In fact, it was like encouraged. It was like, yes, the savages, we must kill the savages and take their land. And it's like, that's fucking, you can't tell me that Trump 
was that bad compared to that. And I am not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump apologist. I never liked him other than the fact that I think he's fucking hilarious. I don't want him as the leader, but he is easily the funniest fucking president because just this, the fucking chaos he creates, like, if you can remove yourself from the situation a little, I know it affects us and it's our country and, like, it is shitty, but if you just remove yourself, try to do it every once in a while just to get a good fucking laugh out of it because it is ridiculous. <laughs> this fucking Trump shit, man. It's hilarious. It's hilarious that this happened to us. We allowed it to happen. We caused it to happen, really. Fucking the damn Democratic Party just pushing Hillary on everyone. People didn't want that shit. They fought back and they picked the big orange dumbass. And that's that's our fault. We allowed that to happen. We're all culpable, you know. I didn't vote for him. Not my president. Like, yeah, but we still fucking let it happen. We allowed that shit to happen. We didn't dismantle this stupid ass <laughs> electoral college before now, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, oh, it's all our fault. We could do more. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. In a way, though, it's kind of like things haven't changed, you know. The only difference now is you get to choose your slave master, you know. We literally had slave masters committing genocide running the U.S. And now it's like a lighter form of that. It's like, you know, you, you, you choose your slave master. You pick your corporation to work at and get fucked by. You know, you put your time in. You got to work there your whole life. You got to just take the little crumbs of free time that they give you. While, well, I mean, a lot of these people barely work, you know, like they get to do whatever they want all day, every day. They're there to run a company and yeah, there's work to be done. But for the most part, it's like they're grossly overpaid. And we allow it. We allow it. We just allow it to happen. We just let it happen every time. But yeah, like, it's just a weird flex we have now. It's like, it's like people will work for shitty corporations and be like, oh yeah, well, my slave master is better than yours. My slave master gives us three pizza parties a year and yours only gives you two. Your slave master sucks. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you work for shitty companies that don't give a fuck about you and you're just a number, but all right. We're just doing... All, we do all their bidding for crumbs and slivers. We do all the hard work. We tear our bodies up, tear our souls up, and they just fucking coast and keep all the profits. You know, it's like, it's like at least 500 to 1 for CEO to worker pay. And we just let it happen. It's like, oh, no, it's all good. Yeah, this is fine. In fact, we tear down our fellow workers before we ever tear down corporate America, before we ever tear down the oligarchs. They got you fucking talking shit about your fellow workers. So there you go. Good times, right? Very good times. So support the art. So speaking to slave masters, 
Spotify won't pay now. This is a new policy. They won't pay unless you get a thousand streams of a song in a year. I know that doesn't sound like much to y'all, but there are plenty of songs. I think it's like the majority of the songs on there don't get that many plays. So most people that have music on there are not getting paid. And think about that for a second. Something you created, you put your hard work into that you gave this platform because don't get it fucked up. They need the music to exist as a platform. They can't just have no music and function as a music platform. They need the fucking music. So these people who need us creatives, they get (laughs) to just take advantage like that. We don't get paid. The vast majority of us don't get paid much at all for Spotify numbers. It's just bullshit. And they're just taking a bigger and bigger slice of the pie every time. It's like, oh, I see. Oh, you want those crumbs? Nah. (sighs) Fucking just eating the crumbs out from in front of our faces after they already ate the rest of the cake. You know? They're just eating all the crumbs. So, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Support art. A lot of the best art will never be heard or experienced by the world. Art decorates space and music decorates time, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. Art decorates space and music decorates time. So beautiful, so poetic. Just a random post that somebody made. And it's one of the best things I've heard in years, to be honest. (laughs) It makes so much sense. So art art enhances space and time. Art is a portrait of the time, right? So it's like a time stamp of like what was relevant in this moment, what the artistic techniques were, who the prominent artists were. It's all there. Music. It decorates time. You think of like, oh, this is what was going on in 1970, you know, this, this sounds like 1970. I could hear what era this was in this. This is what we listen to in our daily lives in this year. This is what we played at the parties. This is what we play. We played lo-fi hip hop to chill and study to. <laughs> we did all that. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. So I don't know. It's funny, man. It's funny. It's good times. Uh, much love, though. Much love. I got more. I mean, I got more. I'm not ending it there, bro. Start life is hard. I want to shout out Kurt the Hero, Oh My, Chamberlain, New Jack, Pedro Fernandez, and all the other artists out there. Much love to you. OG me as well. I'm working fucking 70 to 84 hours most weeks. Still going to the gym every day. What's your excuse, bro? Why ain't you getting shit done? If I'm getting shit done. If I'm doing this Godcast right now. Like, I'm tired. It's been a long week. Actually, my energy's pretty good. All things considered. But yeah. I'm fighting to even be able to make my art. Like, it's real rough out here. It's real rough out here. I work so much, I can't record most of the time. No matter how much I want to, like, I can't record. That shit sucks. 
as the world is being deprived of my genius. Oh, for real though, it's like I have so much to record and I just don't have the time because I work so much because I have to because of the way this system's set up because I have to make a lot to get by. So I have to work a lot. I don't have money to spend on the promotion and all that. And like, I just have to hope that something pops off. I don't even have time to post really because that takes thought. I got to think of like what to post and all this. Think of a caption. It's so hard, man. I'm fighting to be even be able to make my art, you know. And a few times this week, I've seen this phrase like, darkness makes you appreciate light. And it's like, y'all late. Zen after chaos, 2019, or 2009. 2009, that was the whole concept of the album when I was chaos, when I was a teenager. That's what I wrote. Like, the first half was the chaos side. The second half was the Zen side. And the, the you could only really appreciate the zen if you went through the chaos you know so y'all late once again trendsetter never been better <laughs> uh, but yeah i'm fighting man i never even attempted to get signed i never reached out to radio stations i never tried to collab i barely paid for promo so honestly a lot of the reason why my name isn't bigger in music, which I'd say, like, it's bigger than a good, like, a lot of people. My name's bigger. But the reason why it's not bigger is my fault. I didn't do any of that. I tried to go about it a different way that I thought would work, and it's been tough. It's tough when, I mean, you're working full time and you don't have time to make anything happen, you know? Like, I don't have time to put into the music and stuff unfortunately like i write i try to make beats and stuff but i don't have the time like i want more time y'all don't realize that's what frustrates me a lot about the artists that have all the resources all the money all the time in the world and like they don't even want to fucking make music they're just like i'm just gonna chill i'm not gonna do anything i do this for the love of it and i don't have the fucking time like I'm doing this other bullshit I don't want to do so I can do that. So that's what frustrates me when I feel like they don't appreciate it. They have other people writing it like they just aren't using any type of real talent. It's frustrating to watch as an artist. It's like, like we fucking work ourselves to the bone and y'all got this lucky shot and you don't do anything with it. You don't even appreciate it. In fact, you spend your time shitting on us for not being where you're at and stuff like that. And it's like, we would be there if we could, like, you're the one that got the spot. You basically got lucky. You won a lottery. Like you'll, you'll think it's cause you were more talented, but truthfully, like you just knew the right people and you got the push. Like that's totally random. A lot of the connections these Nepo babies have is like from generations and generations. It's like, Oh, yeah, their dad was in the music business, and then his dad was in the music business, and they built all these connections and shit. It's like, yeah, of course you got signed. Of course you're, like, getting promotion, getting pushed by the machine. Like, they love to push one of their own that they could control, that's a safe artist, doesn't cause any riffraff, you know? So, I don't know. But one thing that's interesting is like the boomers and gen x people whining about gen z 
nobody wants to work. It's like the economy is arguably as bad as the Great Depression, and y'all want to pay people wages that are not livable while you count your checks. You don't want to cut into your money. You always tell people like, oh, if uh, minimum wage goes up, everything else will go up. You know who has control of that? <laughs> the same people that have control of raising the minimum wage and all that. So it's like you have control of the resources. You don't want to eat into your lifestyle, your profits. So you rather just let people struggle, you know, and I think that's whack. We allow it, we buy into it, but that's what it is. It's like, you just don't want to give up any slivers of your money. You want to keep it all to yourself. And some of y'all will think that's fine, but it's like, when is enough enough? How much do you need? Does anyone really need a billion dollars? I don't think so. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's a ridiculous amount of money that I don't think anyone needs. If I end up becoming a billionaire and then I change my tune, I'm sorry. But honestly, I just don't think it's an amount of money anyone needs. So it's just like, at that point, what are you doing? But I kind of get it. It kind of sucks. Like, part of me is like, I don't want to give money to the government. Like, they fucking suck. They can't do anything right. You know? Like, I don't want to give my tax money to them. They fucking suck. So, that's what I would say. (laughs) Oh, man. You idiots let the wealth gap widen. Job market went to shit. You know, inflation sky high. And we're the problem somehow. Us not wanting to work. It's like, y'all cause all these problems. Your generations literally cause these problems. And we get blamed because we don't want to work. It's like, yeah, we don't want to work in your shitty fucking system where you make all the money and we fucking break our backs literally fucking doing all the work. Like, yeah, of course we don't want that. (laughs) Of course. We gotta break the cycle, though. We outnumber them by so much. Pull the fucking wool out of your eyes. Come on, let's go. (laughs) But yeah. We gotta break the cycle. Anyone going through it, though? I'm here for you. Let's talk. You're not alone. Like, I want you to know I'm here for you. I don't want you to feel like you have to struggle in silence or anything. I'm here and have love for you. And I'm here to talk. I'm a good listener. So please don't do anything stupid to hurt yourself. And now we get into KZRO's boards. So boxing needs to make the Fury-Usyk fight happen before either of them lose. Fury came close, so let's not let this slip away. Usyk, a lot of people think, got bailed out by the referee in his last fight. It's just so ridiculous. He was beating Dubois' ass, but Dubois landed a shot that really was, at best, borderline. But if you hit someone on the belt, that's considered an illegal punch unless it's like very obvious their belt's high. His belt wasn't even that high. So for sure, that was a win for Usyk. I always thought that, I thought that was ridiculous and people were mad. But the worst part, so the worst part of Fury and Ganu is MMA fans whining about it. Like, but would Ganu have won by MMA rules? Because they don't, by MMA scoring, they don't score a knockdown the same as we do here. Knockdowns aren't where where you take two points off, you know. 
The MMA is different. They don't take points. For knockdowns. I guess it kind of makes sense because of how long their rounds are. Like, if you got a knockdown in a five-minute round, let's say you had a good 30 seconds, you got the knockdown, you had a flurry, you shouldn't win a a five-minute round if they beat you up the rest of the time, you know? Like, that doesn't make sense. So, yeah. So, it's very early, but the Lakers look a little weak right now, you know? They're losing to bad teams, and of course, AD is hurt again. I don't know what's going to happen, Lakers fans. I hope they can turn around. I think they will. Just looks a little rough right now, but not as rough as USC. USC is a dumpster fire right now. Their defense is so bad. Like, they have one of the best, I would say, actually, right now, they have the best college quarterback in the country, and they're just squandering it completely. Just ridiculous. But yeah, that'll conclude it for these boards. And hold on, I gotta get a book so I can do the book of grab. I got books, hold up. Ah, whoops, sorry, sorry about that, sorry about it. Whoop, and now let us read from the book of Grav. <clears throat> How you feel okay still in time? I bet you spend time concealing crimes, telling everyone else I'm the problem. Peep my freedom and feel it's time to rob some. You hated your life and mine was awesome. Everywhere down the line, the loss comes. These awful soul-stealing succubuses in the name of Holy Spirits, fuck you witches. I meditate on musical euphoria. Everything's so beautiful and glorious. I really wish that's how the story was. I wanted that sight to bless my corneas. I forget what it meant to find true love. You allowed that lens to blind you, love. On a perpetual search for greener grass. But you ain't her. I just seen her pass. I'm hanging on by a thread. Don't care where y'all try to tread. And don't try to wonder why I led. So many crazy thoughts inside my head. I'm hanging on by a thread. Don't care what y'all try to tread. (laughs) And it's no wonder why I led so many crazy thoughts inside my head. Grav. Thank y'all. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, This is the bonus episode. 
Obviously, we've been on your space waves. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I don't even need the headphones. Makes it a little better, though, so I can kind of hear what I'm doing. There we go. <laughs> the video audience got a treat of me being an idiot with these headphones. So, yeah, thank you for another great year. Um, I recommend WarioWare Move for the Switch. That's a fun party game. I got that. Me and my brother played for his birthday. And yeah, it was fun, man. That movie pass I have is highly worth it. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's over $14 for a night showing of movies now, a.k.a. the number one time people go. Because it's like, I'm, I don't want to watch a horror movie in the daytime. I want to watch it at night. Every movie's better at night, you know? Like, I don't need to watch every movie at night. I'd watch a comedy in the daytime, for example. I wouldn't really want to watch a horror movie in the daytime. That's lame, you know? Every other movie, I think it's fine watching in the daytime, pretty much. Like, I don't know if action is any better being at night. Some stuff I like to see in the day. It's just fun to see in the day. Like, uh, I saw Mario in the day. I think that was nice. The Mario Brothers movie. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just enjoy it. I think it's highly worth it. Fellas, you get one. You take your date on a Tuesday. Save you some money. You know? If they can't appreciate Cheesecake Factory, fuck them. <laughs> that shit is funny. The Cheesecake Factory. Like, what did Cheesecake Factory do? I guess they're probably happy that they get an extra promo. People will try it off of that, you know, but seems weird to me. I don't know what's wrong with Cheesecake Factory. I don't really go there, but I mean, it's, it's not like a, it's not not a nice place. It's like, it's usually pretty nice inside. I haven't seen one where I was like, damn, this shit's run down. Like, this is trash. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Internet gonna internet, right? Thank you for listening. I will be back this week. <laughs> actually or i guess technically next week but you get two in the course of two days right am i doing that math right two in the course of three days i believe no it is two it is two it is two because we're coming out 11 11 gonna be another one 11 13 so thank y'all i wish you the best life in zero gravity forever